Hello, everybody. I am not Mike Cisneros, the Gnarly Gnome, and we are doing this a little bit different tonight. We're live from the Gnarly Gnome Tavern instead of being in studio. Um, sitting here with the Raging Hop, Josh Engel himself. Why, well, hey there, guys. Um, we're kind of making this up as we go along. We have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> We've been left to run the show by ourselves, and um, we're probably just going to drink some beer and hope that it all goes well. Uh, I've trying to get periscope pulled up for everybody that's on live um so if you have any questions um chime in but it keeps kicking me off so um if i don't answer you i'm sorry just keep listening please we're talking american craft beer week um mike is out of town he took off to sunny jamaica and sent us a couple interviews before he left one of them being with um andy uh, sparhawk from um the Brewers Association um, about not only the American Craft Beer Week, but um, also this biggest small beer ever that um, I guess, what is it, a hundred some odd breweries across the country are all kind of teaming up to make the same beer, but different. I think it's supposed to be the same beer and hoping that it becomes different. From what I'm understanding, and I, okay. I I really wanted to stop down at um at either Taft's or uh, Rheingeist and pick up some to try on the show tonight, but ah, that would have been awesome. Of course, life kicks in, and you can't always work and stuff. Yeah, you know, do all the things that you want to do. But um, we have got some good beer to try instead. Uh, I was down in Florence this weekend and stopped at Mash Cult. I don't know if you guys can see on Periscope or not, but we've got um, Delgado from Mash Cult. Uh, we've got some Madcraft Nucleus from Mad Tree. Uh, some toaster pastry from 21st Amendment. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to drink and we're going to roll some interviews and kind of talk about them and uh, see how things go, I guess. I'm down. <laughs> the less I have to talk, the better. Figure it out. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't then, know. Then let's, let's <laughs> kick it off with, uh, with, with something that can help that. From the beer fridge. Look at that. <laughs> what do you want to start with? Oh man. Uh let's start with this uh start with this mash called, I guess. See how this uh now I've never had a mash called beer before. I I feel like that might be a failure on my part. Well I sampled <clears throat> I, I I hadn't either until this weekend and then I like I said, I was down in Florence and um remembered that they were there in party town and thought you know what i'm I'm a terrible blogger and haven't been down here yet i need to give it a go and i had a couple samples and um so this was a decision based off of you know two ounces of a beer um what what caught me off guard was how cloudy and um i mean i don't want to it looks like um like a pulpy juice. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to like knock on them or anything, but. Oh, no, I imagine it's exactly it's what they uh, wanted it to yeah, look like. It's um, different. I also did throw this in the the cold regular fridge upstairs all day today so that some of the yeast would drop out. Can you reach that that, Sean, that glass sitting over there on the other what? side? What, no. this one? No, the one with all that nasty. Oh, there we go. No, 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 the oh, glass. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, I don't know if, and hold is, it up. Uh, it That's looks, what was left over. It looks like a milkshake. <laughs> Um, so that all kind of dropped out of it before we got um, what we have here. So um, at the end of the show, maybe we'll drink that. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> if you get enough beers in me, I might drink it. We'll see. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, uh, you know, I, <clears throat> I've had a lot of yeast dregs out of the bottoms of homebrew bottles and stuff, and it doesn't usually taste too bad. But um, 
Oh, I, I'm going to sip this. You keep talking. Oh, tell them okay. what you think of Mash Cult just not ever being there. Well, I mean, so, I mean, Mash Cult kind of came out of nowhere for me. You know, I'm new to the whole blogging game at least, but I've been in the beer scene for a while. And was it last year they won like best brewery on I, I think it what was magazine like, was it or might it was have like been Cincinnati Inquirer maybe City or? Beat or one of those I um, they must have well, a big too tired to look web up, following or something because that can't, they came out of nowhere well and and but, I I <clears> saw some some talking online too right after that happened where you know I, I don't know if you want to call it people throwing a fit about it but you know people saying how did this happen how can they be the best brewery and then a lot of people then went down there to try it and came back and said you know what they're beer is actually really good it's a little undercarbonated well, if you wanted another brewery to win maybe you should have got your friends out there and <laughs> that's, <vote>. right. <laughs> that's right this this one that we're drinking i think needs more carbonation that could have been the growler um or the howler that it was in it could have just been not sealed up as good as it should have been but um it's good it uh with with the with the clap i don't know when i look at it for some reason i think super citrusy and it surprises me because it's not super citrusy. There's but still a lot of <clears throat> a lot of fruit going on. Like, oh, I mean, more of like a bite, right. you know, like if you're gonna drink like orange juice or something. But it uh, still definitely tastes. It's refreshing and juicy is the best word to put it. Yeah, it, it, it is. tastes kind of like um, like some kind of fruit juice. It's good. It's. I um, think it's a great summer beer. I, I really, really wish that they had a tap room where you could sit down and try, you know, a, a, a flight of what they've got going on. That There was three on tap when I was down there, which from what I understand is actually a lot for what they'll have on tap down there sometimes. Really? So, and they just share the growler tap? It's a, it was a, I didn't count all the taps. I want to say it was, I don't know, maybe 18 or 20 taps, something like that. Um, so there was a lot of other taps that they were competing with and that, that seems competing with tabs in your own space. That's, that's a new, yeah, that's a it new was, one. <laughs> it was, it was a little, little odd for, for a brewery, but, um, I like what they're doing. They had another one on tap that was, um, made with some grape must or something like that. That was, that was pretty spectacular. Um, I, as far as one of these kind of turbid IPAs, I think that this is, um, this is good. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely curious to see what else they've got going on. Well, I, I definitely plan on making the trek down there at some point in time. That's for sure. Um, but, uh, as a first taste, I think yeah. they're doing all right. Yeah. It's, it, <clears throat> I, I don't know how I feel about these, this cloudy new England style IPA thing. Um, I mean, I know it's, it's a fun thing. to look at. No, I know you look at it and you're like, man, there's, there's n- something not right with this beer, but then you taste it and you're like, oh, but all right. <laughs> on on the same token, like you've y- uh, down at um, Urban Artifact, they've got that palmistry, which is their mm-hmm. um, double Berliner pale ale with a bunch of fruit juice and stuff, and it that's also it comes out looking really cloudy and really hazy. Um, but I, I guess that this one almost looks dirty. <laughs> well, I mean, it certainly looks better in this glass than that one down there. Right. I, well, <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had better lighting down here to really hold it up. And I don't think it would improve at all. I don't know. Um, different. Definitely different. But good. But not bad. No, Indeed. definitely good. Indeed. Um, what about this toaster pastry? You want to dig into that here? Yeah. Well, I already cheated. I already had some. Oh, that's fine. Um, 
and I, I guess I'm bla- I'm a blast. It's blasphemy. I started drinking it without a glass, but thanks for, thanks for the glass, buddy. <laughs> for some reason, I was thinking this was a collaboration, <clears throat> and I guess it's not. It's not. Well, all right. So I went um, before I stopped down here. I went down to that. Um, what is it? The grab and go in Fairfield, right. the hidden gym um, that uh, has a lot of good craft beers in their cooler. And uh, apparently they brewed this um, as a paying an homage to, I guess, apparently their brewery used to be a pastry shop. And that's um, fun. yeah, well, and you know, I didn't know anything about it until I read <laughs> the side of the can. Right. So, but um, it says it has, uh, it says biscuit malts give a, the beer a slightly nutty crust like flavor while pear, pale and dark crystal malts create the mouthfeel and flavors reminiscent of strawberry jam hmm. so there is no actual fruit in this because when i was pouring <clears throat> it that was exactly i got a really bright almost like strawberry um fruity kind of aroma which um i don't know if i've ever tasted from a malt before I don't know if it's a combination technically of the malt and the hops or something, but hmm. I mean, it definitely smelled kind of fruity. It does. And I mean, I don't want to say it necessarily tasted super crazy. When you look at it, it almost looks like, um, like a, a fruit beer or like a lambic or something. Cause it has kind of like that red quality to it. Right. So when you look at it, you're like, Oh man, I'm about to start drinking a strawberry jelly or something. I don't know. That's, if there is no fruit in this, which it says that there is not on the can, doesn't say anything about any kind of fruit. But it doesn't. It doesn't say there is. Doesn't say there isn't. Um, but you think they would say? My it. God, that's that's delicious. <clears throat> it is delicious. I like it a lot, actually. And this was on a whim. This was me in the store going, "Man, I wonder what the gnome hasn't had, and what <laughs> haven't I not had?" <laughs> uh, anymore, <clears throat> it seems like I spend so much time running from brewery to brewery to brewery around town trying to get all the new stuff and trying to get keep up with what they're putting on tap that stuff like this it, it's really easy for it to slip through the cracks mm-hmm. um this is uh, this is phenomenal yep i i this is definitely a uh i will buy it again d- beer for sure well and i don't know if mm-hmm. it's almost um almost gimmicky the the fact that they were able to take a beer with some kind of a theme like that and mm-hmm. really pull out those flavors without doing the thing that a lot of brewers would do and just throw some and extract in there. Right. And, um, it's interesting. Like I, I feel like I need to read more about this for sure, but uh, they did a good job. I mean, 21st Amendment in general does a really good job in most of the beers that I've had from them. So, And then I know mm-hmm. that what we get is technically contract brewed, isn't it? Is, is that right? it? I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. It says brooding nope. can by 21st Amendment Brewery, San yep. Leandro, California. So it doesn't look I like did it. Not know, I did not um, think that. And I don't know if that has changed in the last... I know they did some expansion recently, so maybe that um, is not the case anymore. But I think when we first started getting it here, it was. I don't know. Another thing to look go, up go back should've and find some old bottles should have had some notes or something <laughs> <laughs> we're slacking today. i came in here with no notes whatsoever <laughs> I, I have very little notes just telling me what i'm supposed to play today um that kind of makes it fun though, flying too. by braille <laughs> and then this madcraft nucleus if we want to give a there's you on my keys hang on or are keep, you gonna get a real keep, one keep talking i'll get a real one all right so 
the the fun thing is um i don't remember when they announced it at first but i was super intrigued uh, because i've never had this kind of beer before i guess it's more closer to um like a mead um than a beer i guess and then forgive me i don't know much about mead so i don't know how close it is to an actual mead or you know how how well it plays with in that category but i was deeply saddened because i went to mad tree funk day and uh they came around and gave samples of this in line right and i didn't have a cup <laughs> and because you know i wasn't one of those hardcore people that camped out or whatever and they're coming around oh hey we got this it's gonna come out in a couple of weeks yada 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 and everyone's passing around pouring in cups and you know whatever they had and i'm standing here going man that looks good <laughs> i don't i don't want to be that guy that like you know takes a swig and i kind of tried to follow it and when it got to the very last we're like hey i don't have a cup can i take a, the last drink of that but <laughs> i didn't want to feel weird so i didn't do that <laughs> so did you learn any lessons from that i did well you know uh, i posted a thing on raging hop the other day um about chasing whales or whatever and right you know i you know, sometimes waiting in line for beer isn't necessarily something that I, that, you know, excites me or I really want to do, but I do want to support the local breweries and I do want to try all the new things that come out. So, you know, it was one of those things where I was with my girlfriend and I didn't want to be that guy who's like, so babe, can we like go wait in line for like five hours this morning? Like bring your cup. Yeah. <laughs> bring a cup and a chair. Next time I'm bringing a cup and I'm bringing a chair. Those are the bare minimum. <laughs> I mean, it, I think that, you know, like a lot of things that we talk about, it, it's a time and a place for different beers, different experiences though too, I think fall into that. So no, I don't know a lot of people that, well, I, I guess I shouldn't say that I don't know a lot of people because I do know a lot of people that'll say, oh, I have to make every bottle release. But I think for me, it's fun sometimes. Sometimes I just want to get online and pre-order my bottles. Sometimes I want to show up at, you know, my favorite bottle shop, you know, every day until I know that they're getting it in and, and, and snatch it off the shelf. And I, it, different experiences in buying beer, I think, fall into the same as different experiences in drinking beer and different beers and I mean, time and a place for everything. Oh, I agree. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, depending on what kind of beer, you know, any, you know, brewery A, B, or C is coming out with, like, I'll definitely wait in line for it. I'm not, you know, knocking anyone who does or whatever. And But I agree. I, I do the same thing. I'm the, you know, person who I hear it's coming out, and I go to Jungle Gyms like three or four times a week trying to, you know, wait for it to hit or, you know, trying to get down to the brewery to get it, you know whether they release it on a weekday or a weekend, you know, trying to rush down there after work. But, you know, some beers to me might be worth it more than others. And the thing that surprised me is, you know, I don't really like sour beers, but I went to Mad Tree Funk Day and stayed, stayed, stood in line for like almost three hours. So, right. <laughs> so this is interesting. <clears throat> it is. I, um, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I don't know a whole lot about braggots and meads and things like that. Um, I've had one braggot that I can think of and it was some kind of habanero something or other that just Off I don't I don't know <laughs> that it represented what a braggot really was and most of the meads I've had were honey meads and things like that you know super sweet and um, very very viscous almost this 
drinks like a beer. Yes. Which surprises me. I, um, I'm surprised. I, and that's kind of why I didn't run out and grab bottles of this because I assumed it was going to be a little mead like, mm-hmm. um, something that I didn't necessarily want. So, um, well, I, I was pleasant, intrigued. Pleasant surprise. Because I was like, well, I've never had a mead before and I'm a pretty big fan of Mad Tree. And I was like, they're doing a collaboration with, uh, what is it, Crafted uh, Meadery, mm-hmm. Artisan Meadery, which, what, I think they're in Columbus, maybe? I'm not sure. Nor- more north in Ohio than we are. I know that. Well, I guess everybody is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I think this is, um, it's funny because I guess I feel like it's more of a wintry you know, feel to it because you get a little spiciness to it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely nutty and you do, I think get a little bit, a bit of that sweetness from the honey or whatever else is in, in it. But, um, there's something else kind of on the, on the very end of it that I can't place that. And I don't know how they, 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 they ferment this. I don't know if it's some kind of, I feel like we need to get somebody who was involved (laughs) (laughs) with the making. Should have had an expert, (laughs) (laughs) but um, it's good. I uh, I would recommend. I know as of I think it was Friday they still had some, which is when I got these. I grabbed two. Do you know if this is headed out to distribution Mm -hmm. at all? I doubt it. Um, I don't think so. You know, I asked them how many they had left, and he said he had a couple cases in the back. They had a three bottle limit, and. As far as I know, I think when it's done, it's done. Right. It's so go down and get a bottle, even if like you don't think that meads or braggots or whatnot are your thing, because um, this is a big pleasant surprise. And right. I'm I'm also kind of curious, something like this, if you throw it in the cellar and um, kind of let it sit for a while, how it, some of those spices will change yeah. and what's going to come out and what's going to go away. And it almost has, I want to say, it almost has that feel of something that already has been aged, you know, which again, I don't know what all goes into the whole braggot style ale. That's a totally new thing for me, but, um, I agree. Maybe I should have got three. Yeah. I should have got three. I don't know why <laughs> it was a three, got three. It was a three limit. And I was like, Oh, I'll just, I'll just get two, you know, whatever. I don't know if I'll like it or not, but that's, eh. that's delicious. And I, um, I'm going to let mine sit and see how it changes when it warms up too, because, um, we got plenty more over here. There too. is a, there's a lot of flavor going mm-hmm. on in that. Okay, so uh, I guess we should probably actually get to a topic here. So I'm going to roll this interview that Mike did um, late last week with Andy Sparhawk from um, the uh, Craft Brewers Association um, about not only the American Craft Beer Week, but also probably bigger for, for, for us here in town, the biggest small beer ever. I keep messing that up, but <laughs> I think that's right. Um, which I think he talks about in there. If not, we'll definitely talk about it a little bit. Um, so here we go. Stick around, and um, hopefully we do this right. This is Steve Schaff. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Permissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. 
Hi again, everybody. Mike Cisneros back with you here on Cincy Brewcast. And we are so fortunate to be joined uh, this evening uh, by a spokesman from the Brewers Association, the massive uh, craft beer um, uh promotion and industry group uh calling us all the way from colorado it's andy sparhawk andy we'd like to welcome you to cincy brewcast thanks mike happy american craft beer week yeah uh you know i i guess you know i had i didn't have a lot of questions there was there was a lot of you know i had a hard time coming up with some stuff for this but i guess one of the things that i kind of wanted to jump you with uh first was there uh, what is it now there are over four thousand uh small and independent uh, brewers in the United States. Uh, I can see when you guys started this thing uh, way back when that, you know, the United States needed a, a American Craft Beer Week for the promotion and stuff like that. So what today is the sort of the, the, the reason you continue it? Uh, you, you know, you think you guys could kind of get away with uh, uh, resting back on a little bit. So give us, give us kind of your opinion on that. Sure. You know, there was a time in this country where many experts believed that there would only be around three very large brewing companies and, and they would be making, you know, one similar, you know, very bland style of beer. Uh, those experts turned out to be very wrong. And now we have over 4,400 small and independent craft breweries in the country. Uh, yeah, we could definitely take a back seat and, and just kind of enjoy it. Uh, or we could celebrate the fact that this has been a, an, a colossal shift in the U.S. beer culture. And that's really what American Craft Beer Week is. It's an opportunity to, to celebrate these small and independent craft breweries uh, that have kind of, you know, changed how people view American beer uh, throughout the world. Uh, it, it, you know, uh, it, it's interesting. Uh, we, you know, we talk a lot, uh, especially concerning our local Cincinnati and, and, you know, sort of Ohio breweries. Uh, and it's funny, you did mention culture. And one of the things that we find uh, here is is such a, a, a huge commitment to the community. So many of the breweries have uh, charitable programs, grants. Uh, they do charity events all the time for all sorts of uh, community-minded uh, endeavors uh, is that something you find around the country that that community is very important to the craft the craft beer industry yeah i think uh you know so many small and independent craft brewers are such a cornerstone of their their own community um and not just you know in their community but in this very unique kind of cross-section of the beer industry and you see breweries helping other breweries and breweries getting together to help their own communities uh it's a unique thing you don't necessarily see that with other industries um, and you know, once again, something to celebrate. These are these are your your neighbors. Uh, you know, your uh, part of your your fabric of of your of your town. Um, before I go any farther, today is the first day here on the 16th of May, the first day of the of the uh, craft beer week, uh, American Craft Beer Week. Uh, give us some of the particulars on it, and especially if you can uh, talk about some of the stuff that might be going on uh, here in the greater Cincinnati area and also uh, throughout maybe throughout the state of Ohio. Yeah, exactly. You know, the 11th year for, for American Craft Beer Week, it was started in 2006. Uh, there will be events all around the country uh, but I got a bunch of major help, uh, particularly from breweries in Cincinnati, to kind of unveil this this year's sort of secret uh, surprise for American Craft Beer Week. Uh, you know, have to give my my uh, you know shout out to Rheingeist and Taft Taft Ale House. Uh, 
uh, they got on board um, and very quietly brewed a special beer yeah, awesome. uh, for American Craft Beer Week. Uh, it's uh, basically one recipe uh, brewed in all 50 states. Uh, talked to Bryant and Katie at Rheingeist. They probably did not have the space for it, but they jumped on board. Uh, I would encourage all of you uh, that are listening to go and uh, check out Rheingeist or a tapped alehouse for brewing the biggest small beer ever made. <laughs> and and is there any, what what can you tell us about it? I wish I had some in front of me so I could give it a shot, but uh, we'll have to do that uh, at a later date. But just can you tell us a little bit about the beer itself? Exactly. Uh, it's loosely based on an imperial porter, and the whole idea was exactly to your, your point with the community. Um, it's a unique industry that breweries or brewers you know, they like each other. They're competitors, yeah. they're fiercely com- competitive, and they're fiercely independent. But during this week, this is an opportunity for breweries across the country to come together uh, and toast uh, themselves. And, and you need the same beer to, to, to toast uh, across the state lines and, and all the way up to Alaska and Hawaii. So yeah. they jumped on board. It's referred to as the biggest small beer ever made. Uh, and the recipe kind of came from a brewery here in Colorado. I was looking for a recipe to kind of a blast off this this project, right. uh, and a brewery in, in Colorado said, "Hey, we have this recipe. Uh, it's important to us. It has a personal perspective. Uh, one of our owners always wanted to scale it up uh, from a, a treasured homebrew recipe, uh, but before they opened, he found out that he had a pretty serious uh, health issue. He was dealing with some cancer. So he uh-huh. gave me the recipe and said." hey, if you could get these guys across the country to brew this beer, we're not looking for anybody to recognize him or, or send money or anything, but we just think he would get a kick out of the idea that breweries all across the country, in one in, at least in all 50 states, is brewing a beer and thinking about them. And that is why we celebrate American Craft Beer Week, and, and that is you know such an indicative part of the community that we are – uh, fans of and enjoy their products from. So everybody in Cincinnati, at the, at the at the sound of this, you should be rushing down to either Taft's Ale House or Rheingeist to, to grab some of this. And that's just the name of it, right? The biggest small beer in the country? Is yep. that what you... <laughs> it, it, make it a hashtag. It's biggest small beer ever made. Uh, and so when you're putting it on untapped or sharing it with your friends... Uh, you know, you can use that hashtag and, and obviously the hashtag ACBW. And that'll be available in those places. And then, gosh, I mean, for the show, we've, we've got to get a hold of some of that and give it a sampling here next week. Uh, and it's going to be released. It's, be, it's been released today. In other words, the 16th of May, right? Exactly. And uh, it'll, be, it'll be on until the end, at least the end of the week, right? They brewed enough for the, to, to the end of the week. Ryan guys had a had a good amount. Uh, they they set aside a uh, graciously set, set aside a tank for me. Um, <laughs> Taps is is definitely gonna uh, try to hold on to it for the other big part of American Craft Beer Week, which is coming up this Thursday, which is a nationwide toast. If you checked out, if you follow Dogfish Head, uh, Sam Calagione invited the entire craft beer nation uh, to come together uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern time to to raise a glass uh, for this. This, uh, this community and, and craft beer in general. And um, certainly, uh, I can't let you get away uh, without talking a, a little bit about the uh, World Beer Cup that just completed uh, this past weekend. And uh, one of the things that really amazed me, I'm going to talk about a couple of things. First of all, uh, <clears throat> I, um, I, I just went through quickly through the list of the winners and so forth. And, and 
I was I was amazed by and like we're talking about just the last 10 15 years uh, and one of the things that really struck me was the winner of the chocolate beer category was a craft brewery in Ho Chi Minh City Vietnam which just blew my mind and of course there are small and larger breweries breweries and big breweries you know, Miller Lite won, won a gold medal uh, at, at this event. Uh, so it's an amazing event. But what just struck me is the, is the, is the breadth and width that this, that this craft beer movement has taken on really globally, worldwide. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, and again, you know, that's kind of been the theme of, of this interview has been, you know, why do we celebrate this? And it's because it's, it's spreading across not only the country, uh, but the world and all these, countries that uh, once kind of, you know, thought of American beer as a, as a joke are, are now, you know, res- respecting what is coming out of the United States and the ideas and innovations that, that are synonymous with craft breweries. And, and it's spread all the way to Ho Chi Minh City or, you know, Singapore or, you know, all these kind of, you know, countries that you wouldn't necessarily think are, you know, types of places that you would get a chocolate beer. Right. Um, and yet the, the idea of, of, of craft beer and, and beer with full flavor and, and interesting you know, ingredients uh, has truly been a part of, of this country and is spreading uh, throughout the world. Uh, amazed uh, by a couple of things. Uh, first of all, uh, I, I, careful listeners to our program uh, know that uh, my ancestry stems from uh, New Mexico, and I was just absolutely floored by the number of New Mexico breweries that uh, medaled in the event and several gold medals. Uh, I've been was fortunate enough to be able to go to a couple of those when I was out there a couple of years ago, Marble and La Cumbre. Uh, but but they've really had an explosion uh, in in New Mexico and especially in the Albuquerque area. Uh, I was just amazed. And then let me just bring that back to, of course, here in Cincinnati, uh, we had one of our. Uh, really most popular breweries 50 west win a gold medal for their 10 and 2 uh, barley wine ale and then also uh, a gold medal for a uh, little fish in athens ohio which has just been open for a year and they won a gold medal as well and uh, it's just amazing to me that that um you know that that, that these be, that these breweries can come together and compete in something like this and take on like I like we said, you know, breweries from all over the world and, and win an award. It's and, and we're really proud of those guys. Exactly, and you know, to your point of New Mexico, I don't, I don't think I've ever you know wanted to go and check out New Mexico, and I'm just north of them in Colorado, but you know these breweries are creating beer destinations Absolutely. and beer tourism is certainly the case. And it's an easy trip for me to go down and see Josh at marble or Jeff at, at La Cumbre because they're making amazing beer. And as far as little fish goes, you know, it shows that, you know, there, there is an upped game, uh, an upped expectation that if you're going to open up a brewery, you better open it up making world-class beer Absolutely. and, the innovation and excitingness and crazy ingredients that are synonymous with, with American craft breweries is one thing, but we're also making tremendously high-quality beers as well. Uh, and the, you know, I don't know, I don't know how much you know about the micro craft beer scene in Ohio and and in Athens, Ohio, where Little Fish is particularly, but. Right down the street from them, they've got one of the big daddies in the state, Jackie O's. I don't know if you're aware of them or not, but they are—they are an absolute. You know, they're not a giant brewery, but they have—they've they, just, 
you know brood stuff that has been sought out in, in the United in, uh, in in the United States and certainly in Ohio and a lot of the craft beer progeny in Cincinnati are guys that either went to Ohio University in Athens or visited Ohio University and got a taste of Jackie O's. You don't, you wouldn't believe how many people we've interviewed that said, "Oh yeah, Jackie O's is what turned it on for me." Uh, talk about Fifty West a little bit, if you know a little bit. I we we just interviewed those guys a couple of weeks ago. They didn't even intimate to us that they were involved in the competition, and uh, they really they really deserve it. They're great guys. I don't know if you know them or not, but uh, they're really great guys. And uh, boy, they're expanding. There's a lot of expansion in Cincinnati and really all over the country uh, with with the craft beer movement. I'm not particularly familiar with 50 West. I think it's amazing that they won uh, for Barley Wine. Uh, you know, that's that's going to certainly help their, their growth and, and hopefully put them on the map. As far as Mr. Clark at, at Jackie O's, uh, I, uh, uh, he was just in, in Colorado a couple weeks back uh, doing some stuff because, yeah, their uh, their reputation is growing. He was doing a, a, a beer dinner up in the mountains uh, oh, cool. and uh, talking to him, and I was blown away by the fact that they're so well known for their their barrel aged and exciting right. beers, but when you, you talk to them, you know their core lineup is still what brings people in and and has introduced them to or introduced new people to, to craft beer, and that's fantastic. Listen, tell us a little bit more about the the craft beer week. Uh, kind of uh, wrap it up and put a bow on it uh, with a lot of the particulars, uh, especially things people can find uh, in in Ohio generally and in the Cincinnati area. Sure. All the events can be found on craftbeer.com slash ACBW. Um, you know, should be a great week. You know, if you don't find something in your area, you can always celebrate at home. Gra- <laughs> grab yourself your favorite indie craft beer um, or, you know, get out to your favorite bar or restaurant on the 19th and celebrate with that toast. Okay, Andy Sparhawk from the Brewers Association. And don't forget to get down to Rheingeist and or Taft's this week and uh, give that uh, the, the – uh, what did you say again? A porter, Imperial Porter? Uh, Imperial Porter, the, the, the biggest small the biggest, beer ever made. <laughs> hashtag the biggest small beer ever made. Uh, and then don't forget the toast uh, at 8 p.m. on Thursday night. Andy Sparhawk from the Brewers Association, thank you so much for joining us on Cincy Brewcast, and best of luck to you and the Brewers Association as you guys go ahead. Hey, this is Mike Alberal from Nine Giant Brewing in Pleasant Ridge. You are listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about Brewhouse Dog Bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with a big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rheingeist, Eight Ball, Braxton, and more. At just five bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones, or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. Hi, this is Brandon Hughes from Nine Giant Brewing in Pea Ridge, and you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Um, I look at I look at the Bud Light drinkers out there as a you know a forest to be harvested. They're all out there and, and 
They don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't. You don't ever hear somebody say, "Yeah, I used to drink that craft beer crap." But I, <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you? No, you don't. You're listening to Cincy Breakfast, the voice of Cincy Craft. We're back. Why, hello, everybody. So, the biggest small beer ever. Ever. In the whole world. What are your first impressions of the idea? Well, I I think it's awesome. I think it's a great idea. Um, I actually kind of wish more local breweries did it. Me too. Than two. You know? Um, There's definitely, you know, and and I I don't want to say like the smaller guys, you know, that might not have enough brew space or whatever, but... If Taft can do it, you can do it. Yeah, well, I just... <laughs> the the whole idea of everybody at the same time brewing the same beer. Like, when you first think about it, it's like, well, that doesn't make any... Why would, it, why would you want the same beer? I mean, part of what makes craft beer so fun is running around and trying all these different beers. Right. But then when I start to think about it more, in theory, and I, you know, until you really try them and sit here and, and compare them back and forth... There should be little differences between them all because of, you know, water and process and things like that. It should be small differences. And that's the part that really kind of gets me as a craft beer drinker that I just want to see those differences. And I really want to want to want to see what people can do with the same recipe. And that sounds like, you know, when, and when you say that out loud, it sounds stupid. Right. <laughs> I want to see mean, what well, everybody can do with yeah, the I mean, same every, recipe. Everyone does the, you know, little different things here and there. Like, right. you know, you know, for instance, like if, if Madtree did it, how they, you know, basically distill their own water, right. you know, like just little, little tidbits here and there or whatever. But I think the, the coolest thing that resonated with me was uh, when he was saying, you know, uh, the cool thing about it is, you know, especially if you think on Thursday, the whole, you know, craft beer toast to everybody is everybody across the country. If you are at a place that brewed this beer, you are technically all drinking the same beer at the same exact time. And that's, right. that's just really cool. Well, it's, you know, it, it, it's a hats off to lots of different things that make craft beer and this community kind of what it is. You know, the, the idea of everybody doing the same thing so differently and so kind of in their own way is what kind of makes the the community fun and it's like yeah you know you have x amount of craft breweries open in cincinnati and you hear people say oh what do you need another one for well like, as soon as that other one opens up and you go in there and you're like oh well this is completely different than ryan geist and completely different than mad Tree and completely different than dogberry you know it that's why you need another one until they can stop doing something different and you know i i've been to a a few breweries at this point around the country and I've yet to find two. They're the same thing. It always kind of changes a little bit and, and gives a new take on craft beer. And so that's kind of what intrigues me about this, this whole project of the biggest small beer ever. I need some, some like uh, echo on my voice. Small every time beer I say ever, 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 <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'll do it for you. It's, it's okay. neat. And I do, I do wish that, um, mm. I had been able to stop somewhere and grab some today, so we had some to try. But again, I don't know that I want to try just one of them. I think I have to try at least here in Cincinnati both of them. Well, yeah, at least both of them. But uh, you know, I'm wondering if if you could almost I don't know who who up in like let's say like Dayton or Columbus yeah, maybe you know 
we just have to look at the list. I think it's on the the Craft Beer Association website. I think, right? I, I think could not. List. I couldn't find a list. Hmm. I kind of um, swore I saw. It's it's possible there's one out there. I didn't do a whole lot of searching for it. Um, but, but I agree. I want I want a a huge flight of like 20 of them. You I know? want every single one of them. How I want they all, they all said, right, I want a we'll flight say, of like over we'll 100. Say, uh, well, they said over 100. We'll say 100 different beers. How fun would that be? You know, it, just lined up a flight of, you know, two ounces of each sign one. Sign me <laughs> up. It's a long <laughs> night, but man, that'd be cool. <laughs> you know, and just see the differences. And I wonder, I wonder if there are brewers out there like, oh, let's, let's do let's this. Like, let's yeah, do let's this. Let's dump a little, a little uh, yeah. you know, just a little bit of vanilla here or something, you know, just, I, and I don't know what the, um, what the, the 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 rules were? I don't know if there were rules, but um, Actually, I'm sure they were loose. I know that. They, I mean, they say the same recipe, right? But I don't know how strict they were on that. How how much I mean, they just kind of said do your it's own your, thing. And, it's your brewery. You can do whatever you want, technically. Right. Well, yeah. I, I mean, know. but I, I, I'm curious. I this whole thing kind of fascinates me, and then it's almost it's almost frustrating that I can't. You figure, can only try two I can't of them. figure all that out, but um, I wrote an article about it today and um, kind of posted it around and got a comment from Mike Stewart, brew professor over at Mad Tree, and his comment was, uh, "We've got something special coming this week," and I that kind of intrigued me that he did it in reply to this one. Um, so I don't really know what that means, but hmm. something else to think about too. Interesting. Um, Fun stuff for um, the whole week. You know, there's a lot of special tappings. I think uh, Moreline has They've probably... they got like two or three events. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a couple mm-hmm. events all week and a couple um, really fun beers. And, uh, and again, I wish I had <laughs> taken some notes and put them in front of me, but that's kind of what makes this night fun. Right. Oh, but yeah. I know one of them was Barbarossa with Cocoa Nibs. Uh, yeah, um, don't vanilla. you look at your phone. That is cheating. Oh, we did not take notes. I was, was going <laughs> to... I totally looked through all of match or all of Moreline stuff, and I was gonna look it up. <laughs> Fine. We're, I thought they had. We're uh, rolling off the cuff tonight. Right, fair enough. Fair enough. I thought they said it was. Uh, they had vanilla in there too. I think maybe Ooh, or I think they it was should cocoa and vanilla. If not, um, everybody, you know, stash some vanilla extract in and your just, back pocket just, just in case they it. didn't, because that sounds amazing. <laughs> it does. Um, Barbaros is probably. It's definitely up there for me. So. What else have we seen kind of around town this week happening? Have you, man, don't put me on the spot. Like well, this, I'm on man. the spot too. That's why I'm asking you. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm curious. I, I haven't looked at the calendar for this um, Thursday toast kind of deal that they do. Um, I remember them doing it last year and I know there were lots of events kind of around town of people just doing some kind of happy hour or pint nights or things like that. Um, Thursday yeah. night also, usually for me ends up being cigar night at jungle gyms. Um, which is, I, I'm curious if people there will participate with me <laughs> in my, uh, well, why not my, my toast? Are they doing anything special this week? I don't know if they've got a brewery out they, there or not. Last week they did, uh, old firehouse was out was there it last old week. Firehouse? Um, yes. Cause I did not for go. For some reason I thought it was Jackie O's. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, but, uh, no, I, I can't think of any other events. I know. I think, um, I think this weekend, like Saturday maybe or Sunday, I think Rivertown's doing their 2015 Lambing tapping. Right. Uh, I can't think of anything specific to Beer Week other than some of the Moreline stuff. Kind of off topic. Why you know? would you let me look at my phone? You can look at your phone if you want to. You know what <laughs> I wish um, Rivertown would do? Mm-hmm. I wish they would do like a tapping of some kind of 
a series of their lambics so people can start to see how that beer changes if you age it and let it mm. kind of sit away and I wish they would start doing that. Maybe it's that would be cool. Maybe it's a space issue for them or something. But I don't maybe know. I'll find one I like. Well, I'm it's, still searching. <laughs> it's if anybody does not know, um, you are like almost completely opposed to sours, right? Uh, you know, like I'm not necessarily opposed to it. To, to change topics a little bit. Sorry. Well, everybody. yeah, no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> that's what we do um, here. You know, I'm open to any type of beer. You know, when I first dove into the craft beer uh, scene and started drinking something other than, you know, like your Coors or Bud or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, I used to despise IPAs. And I used to, I always tell this story. And um, I was at the party source. I used to work in Newport. And I asked this guy, I was like, I want to buy some crazy beers. I want to get into this. And I bought, I think it was the four, 14th anniversary Stone IPA um, you know, special anniversary edition or whatever. And I had no idea what I was jumping into. I didn't know what an IPA was. And I opened it. I took one drink and was like, wow, how could anyone drink this? And I'm not going to lie. You guys are all going to stab me. <laughs> no, I, I poured it out. I, I poured out my very first Lambic I ever drank because it was kind of the same and thing. You know, I'm like, nowadays I'm like, man, I bet that was delicious. <laughs> well, and that's, that's what, what, you know, it's hard with with lambics and things like that that are so so crazy. Right. And There's I, some that are in your face. Like for instance, uh, one beer that I thought was okay for the first couple of drinks, but I, it's too sour for me. Is uh, peach dodo. Really? I like it, but <laughs> eh, I don't know. I, but like uh, nice melons. Right. That's refreshing, and it's got a little bit of that sour bite to it. But in general, it's that I could roll with. You right. know. But um, it's just one of those things that I'm not going to give up. I'm going to find one. I'm going to find well, a couple at least, you know. And it, it might also be one of those cases where if you keep drinking nice melons enough, eventually something will click on that on, on, on that palate or in your brain or something right. and say, all right, I give up. Just have at it. You, we like sour now, you know. And, yeah. I, and I, I don't know where that hit for me, but I almost wish I had had somebody when I started, you know, at that point in my craft beer journey, whatever you want to call it, that was kind of guiding me along. And mm-hmm. that, that first time I went to crack open that bottle of that Lambic and they said, no, 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 don't do that. Put that, <laughs> don't drink this just, one first. just put, put that away for a little bit. We're going to, we're going to go here first. Do you like this? Oh, you do. All right. Well then now we're going to go to this and now we're going to go to this. And I think that that's, that's kind of the fun part about craft beer now, especially in a city like Cincinnati, like there are so many different beers. So many of them are on tap at a brewery. You mm-hmm. can walk in and you can sit down and you can walk into to Rivertown and you could say, I've heard about these sour beers. I want to see what this is about. And they can say, all right, well, hang on. Let me, <laughs> let me Holy start. Jets. Let me start to here. Give it a minute. Try it. All right. You still like it All right now? Let's you know, give this a minute. That's try what I this. need. I need that too. I need a sour trainer. I need someone <laughs> to train me through sour beers. <laughs> All right. So, so Rivertown and urban artifact, you guys need to have a sour training program for me <laughs> and you can, you can have people come in and, and put some training wheels on and, and really walk through this process and, um, ease into it maybe you get a little card or something you can punch when you hit each level <laughs> until like you're... a black belt like i'm a lambic belt yeah <laughs> i passed my passed my strawberry lambic course you know i don't know lambic belt they've got some know. they've got some killer or stuff no, instead of belts they'll be uh, like bottle openers oh, it's gotta be there a bottle go. opener yeah 
something fun. I'm a black. I'm a. I'm a. Uh, you know, black bottle opener <laughs> belt. I don't know. <laughs> if if anybody's listening, horrible ideas. That idea was um, I come up with here on Cincy Brewcast, and yep. we have patented that and uh, trademarked it. Copyright. <laughs> Copyright 2016. Black. Black bottle opener belt <laughs> <laughs> for sour beer. Um, oh man, I need to not come up with any more ideas. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what makes the show good. <laughs> Mike's gonna kill me when he comes back. He's like, what he's did you like, guys do? <laughs> why did you let this guy on our radio I, show? <laughs> I gave you an outline that you were supposed to follow. I'm sorry. We started drinking and we both live like this right is what, here. This Actually, is what I live right here. You don't I have notes right over there. This is what um, happens when you don't have notes. That makes it fun. All right. All right. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> so, you know, normally when, when I'm in studio, I cannot drink as much as I can here. So I should probably be drinking way more beer. I, I brought a whole six-pack of that I've got a whole, pastry. I actually have a beer and fridge. you have a fridge right there. like two feet away from us right now. <laughs> and a bunch of liquor. We, so. don't, uh, we don't talk about the liquor on the oh, show. Oh, oh, because sorry. I'm a beer drinker on the show. All right. All right. So, all right. Um, secrets, secret to tell everybody that is listening, you know. Don't tell anybody. I'm a cocktail nerd too. And at some point we're going to do a show that is beer cocktails. We did a little bit mm. when we did um, uh, hop water, we came up with a few beer cocktails and it was really fun. And the, the cocktail nerd in me is just itching to get this, this beer cocktail show done. So it'll happen one of these days, possibly even live from the gnarly gnome tavern where we can just do whatever we want. It's anarchy Indeed. here. <laughs> this is our podcast should, now. <laughs> should, should we go into our next uh, our uh, next yes. uh, interview? Probably before Mike kills us. Before we get kicked <laughs> off the internet. Okay, so um, kind of on the same topic as the um, uh, the biggest small beer ever, 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 ever. ever, ever. Um, Mike also called Bobby Slattery from Fifty West to kind of talk about their win at the um, the World Beer Cup with their barley wine and then kind of talk about what they've got going out there and stuff too so slightly same topic slightly different topic um we're going to go to that and then we'll talk about it again and see what happens Mike Cisneros back with you here on Cincy Brewcast, and we are so honored to be joined uh, for a few minutes by the founding partner of 50 West Brewing down in uh New, uh, what do we call it? Fifty Westville on our last program, uh, Bobby. That's our, that's our, yeah, that's our hope. But nobody knows what they're called. <laughs> Technically, we are in Columbia Township right now, but we're, we decided to build our own community. And we're hoping they call it Fifty West here. Uh, you know, in five years, if we do everything right, we'll just call it Fifty West. Absolutely. Uh, Bobby Slattery joining us, of course. Uh, Bobby, uh, it's been very busy last couple of weeks uh, for you guys uh, down there on uh, Fifty West, and uh, it's. It's just amazing, and first of all, uh, I know I'm not one of the first, but I'd certainly like to give you a heartfelt congratulations for your stunning uh, gold medal win at the World Beer Cup over the weekend for the 10 and 2 barley wine. Uh, it's just got to be an absolute, uh, uh, an absolute gratification, and it's got to be put a real stamp on what you guys have been doing there over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's uh, it's really unbelievable. We kept, we kind of look at each other and we. But, uh, We've been killing ourselves to get this place open, and uh, and and we're in the middle of, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm working on the grill, you know, <laughs> greeting people at the door, and all of a sudden Blake comes running over and he goes, "We just won a gold medal at the World Beer Cup," and, <laughs> and uh, I think Blake said it best. He, he looked at me and he goes, 
what what did we do why is this happening to us <laughs> it, was, it was like a it was like an angel or something that had come down you know right at the right time and said listen you know you guys have been digging in the sand and and you know doing all this work for all this time and and uh it was really it was really uh it's really flattering but i i, I must say that you know I, I deserve the least credit for any of this stuff. It's really a credit to our brewers that are back there that are killing themselves each day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, let so, me let me ask you. Let me ask you this: what what's what's the process of this? I mean, obviously somebody had to go, and, and there were pictures. I did see a picture on your social media. Who was who was there, and and what happens? You you take a, what a several bottles or. or or, or uh, samples to to I mean tell, just give us an idea what the what the what the idea what happens when you go to something like this. So well, it's actually a funny story. Um, so Craft Brewers Conference it was this uh, or this past weekend. Um, if you are in the brewing industry or you're thinking about getting into the brewing industry, I can't say enough good things about this conference. Um, I did not go prior to opening up Fifty West, um, and I wish that we that I, I wish that I would have done that. Um, uh, the first year I went, I mean, it was like every question you could possibly have about opening a brewery or brewing beer or marketing beer or any, any aspect of the business, they have conferences on, they have, you know, people that can tell you where they failed, where they succeeded. Um, and so it's, it's far and away the most important conference of the year, which if you want to think about how much, what we've been doing down here, I looked at Blake probably about a month ago and said, Blake, we got to cancel the plans to go to CBC because we're going to be opening our brewery and we need all hands on deck. <laughs> nobody's going, nobody's going. Right. Right. So, so Blake, Blake goes, okay, okay. That's fine. That's fine. So he goes and he tells us, but initially we had, we were slated two of our brewers. were going to go that hadn't been before um, a guy from our marketing department. And then one of our sales guys was going to go. And so he came back and said, Bobby, we really got to, you know, the brewers got to go to this. They didn't get a chance to go. You know, I know that we're, we're killing ourselves, but we really need to make this happen. And so begrudgingly, I, I said yes. With, and I reminded every time we had, you know, not enough hands over here, I was reminding Blake and everybody <laughs> else that there was no reason that anybody should have gone to Philadelphia for this conference. <laughs> so uh, it was pretty, it was <laughs> pretty ironic when I got the photo of our guys that have worked so hard back there in the brewery with these huge smiles on their faces right. and this big award <laughs> right. up on stage. Saying, we'll stick, um, we're sticking it to you, Bobby. <laughs> we, <laughs> you, 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 you're lucky we were here. Yeah. It, it yeah, actually yeah, t- it made yeah, you we look were, like a genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were about to be the, the, probably the only brewery there that uh, they announced your name and, and you know, they – we're sorry, but they're not here to accept this award. Right, you right. That you know, in the Oscars, <laughs> you have you have uh, um, Clint Eastwood accepting the award for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so needless, needless to say, there was uh, just a few people at the brewery that uh, had a few "I told you so" um, statements to say to me when uh, when they got back in that night. <laughs> yeah. What? What? what, what so, is- yeah. So I mean, as far as process goes, you know. We entered, um, I think we entered a total of about four beers in that competition. Um, so you, you send multiple bottles out there. Um, one of the coolest things about it, actually, if you ever get a chance to go to the World Beer Cup, is all the losers is what they serve for the, for the event. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's a 
lot, you know, as our guys, I don't really remember this that well. I remember just being excited about it. Like, this is unbelievable. There's all this beer here, and, and it's it's kind of like a, you know, a, uh, a smorgasbord. You kind of are drinking, you don't even know really what you're getting. Sure, sure. Um, but, but, you know, you go, and it's a big award ceremony, and, and, you know, some people dress up nice. Our guys weren't that nicely dressed up when I'm looking at the picture <laughs> of the award, but, you know, there's people in suits and stuff like right, that. Right, right. Uh, and, uh, and they go through each category. So, our, like I said, I'm relaying this secondhand from what was told to me, but, you know, we didn't we, – our name wasn't called in the first, uh, in the first three categories. Um, and it came down to like the last one, right. and, you know, they, they announce it, they announce it through. Uh, so they're going to announce, you know, they don't tell you who wins gold first. They tell you last. And so it was literally down to the last second. And our guys said they announced the name and they were just shocked. They started screaming and yelling and running up on stage, <laughs> you know, probably well, cursing my name a few times. <laughs> well, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, it's, it's, it's such an honor and, and it's, you know, it's such a fantastic beer. I mean, you know, we're very lucky, uh, in this town to have, a lot of really quality craft beers, a lot of award-winning, uh, award-winning stuff. And, uh, you know, th- does it mean, cause you know, we talked about it when we had our interview the last time, uh, that there are, you know, beers that you guys brew that you know, that are going to do well with the uh, general public. And then there's some stuff that you brew. That's kind of the brewer's beers. And obviously I think we even talked about it in the interview before the, you know, barley wine is one of those things. It's stuff that brewers love. We, we stuff that really, we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I told you if it was up to our guys, all they would do is brew barley wine. Right. And, uh, <laughs> it's a good, you know, there's a reason for that. They know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's and it's you know so so to win on to win on that I guess has to be you know and it's got to be a real boost to it's got to be a real boost to the staff there and especially the brewers I would think. Oh, to everybody! I mean, everybody's excited about it. Um, it's 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 just surreal. You just don't. <laughs> I mean, this this competition only happens every other year. Um, it's 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 really flattering. It's 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 an exciting thing, and we, we it still doesn't seem like. It really happened <laughs> um, just with the timing. I mean, we're sitting right. there at our, you know, our opening night and we're hustling and, you know, everybody's just all hands on deck doing whatever they can to make sure that our big thing, we always harp on this, but it's the experience we create. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, it just kind of gets dropped down and it's like, you know, it, it feels good. It feels, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of, um, it's an honor for a lot of hard work put in. And anytime, anytime you get a reward after hard work, I mean, that's, it makes you realize why you're doing everything you're doing. Well, so, absolutely. And, uh, and speaking of hard work, you guys have been really busting your asses over at the new production facility. And I was I was proud to go in there on Friday night. Uh, I brought my wife and my son, uh, ran into Blake, just shook his hand, you know, told him congratulations. Uh, we had, I mean, the place was so new, there's still sawdust on the picnic tables. <laughs> Yeah, we're, still, we're still working. <laughs> uh, but just, but, and, and really a terrific experience, in my opinion. Uh, it's a fantastic space. Uh, you know, it's, it's so big, and there's plenty of room for a lot of people, a lot of, you know, a lot of room for everybody to move around. I mean, I'm sure you'd, you'd admit it yourself, and I think we even talked about this again in, in our program we had with you guys about a month ago but it's kind of tight in the in your in the you know in the tap room in the old heritage there it's a little bit tight space you know it's it's not, but there's plenty of room for everybody to spread out spread their elbows out and get the get their beer drinking arms ready to go drink some of that fine beer you guys have over there yeah it, they're they're different like like i said like we, we were, i was having a conversation with uh 
with one of our regulars from, uh, you know, over at the brew pub, and and we want them to be definitively different enough that one of our regulars is like, ah, I don't know if I really like this as much as I like over there. And I'm like, you couldn't tell me that that's what I want to hear. I want, I, if I, if I built, if we built the same space twice, that's not going to do us any good. We want you to feel like, Hey, there's a certain occasion that you come to this space and there's a certain occasion you come across the street. Right. So, um, it's been fun, man. We've, the volleyball leagues are, are, are up and running and, and, you know, one of our big, big concerns when we were doing it was, uh, are, are are these people playing volleyball going to like what we, we have going on? And, and and the feedback has just been fantastic. You know, they're loving the beer. They're loving the experience. They love what the space looks like. Um, and I think it's going to take – it'll probably take a few months for everybody to get the hang of, like, hey, when do you go here and when do you go there? But um, I, I think it, that that uh, it's going to translate. Um, it just it just takes you coming into the space for a second to kind of figure it out. And, and again, really gratified to see um... – a family orientation of it. There were lots of kids running around of all ages, including a small oh, yeah. little guy. I don't, I don't know if you knew who it might have been or not, but a real small little guy, maybe a year and a half, two years old, riding around on a little scooter, like riding around on a little. Oh, he was yeah. just having a blast running through all, you know, yeah, running through the bar true. and running back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was that was so cool, and and so like you talked about it kind of a completely different vibe a place where people can bring their kids and have a beer and have a burger which is they smelled fantastic we should have eaten there uh, we didn't uh but everything that was coming off of that girl friday night smelled absolutely fantastic yeah we've been we've been working hard on that little our, we call it a roadside stand uh-huh. uh so we uh but yeah no it's it's great and, and the kid thing i mean we, we're having fun with it we actually just put our big we got a message up here uh it says something along the lines of like Parents, please control your children. Otherwise, we will post your photo on our parenting wall of shame on Facebook. <laughs> so just just in case somebody brings in, you know, a sand throwing kid, right, right, along those lines. And but we uh, we're having fun with it. You know, I, I've been shy, I've been kind of giving our brewers a hard time because they were out partying in Philadelphia, as I like to call it. But right. uh, they we'll have sodas. So our, our uh, probably here within the next couple of weeks, we're going to do a whole soda station for the kids. Okay, so cool. That sounds great. So if you come in with your kids and and uh, and you want to, you know, it, the, we basically have we're going to have four taps. You fill them up. The kids can run up themselves and they can fill them up. And just, oh, cool! We really, you know, we want people to come here with their families. I mean, the beach kind of works as a as a babysitter. I guess I'm kind of selfish. I have a four and a two year old, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, whenever I'm thinking about the dinner, I hate having like to worry the whole time being concerned about where they're going to go. And here, you can kind of just let them run free and have fun, and at the same time, have fun with with your friends and. You know, it's easy, it's flexible, and, and we're really proud of it. So I well, appreciate you coming down, too. I, I wish you would have, you know, come over and said hi to me on the grill a little bit longer, you know? I, well, I, you know, I just I, I said hi, I said hi to Blake, and I knew he was with his family, and, and, I, and I knew he was trying to entertain some folks and stuff like that. I didn't even know you were there. He might have he might have mentioned that to me. <laughs> he did. He could have that, said, Bobby's over there. Burgers. <laughs> our, you know, our chef, our chef went to Italy at the same time. Everybody decided to go on a trip. Right. Like Right. So our chef, our chef was in Italy. We're wow. very excited for him to come back with some new ideas for oh, recipes. Man. But anyways, that that led to uh, led to me being the uh, the burger flipper on the grill. <laughs> um, so the burgers will will definitely get better once we get me out of there. But uh, you know, well, <laughs> for it's just, opening night that we had to do what we had to do. It's just another situation of the glamorous world of craft brewing, man. <laughs> you got it. You got it. And, and, it 
And you know what? All our guys will tell you they 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 they're like you like it back there. You oh yeah. Like you don't like it, but you like. Uh huh. So I I do kind of like it. I gotta I gotta admit it. But, Absolutely. Uh, and so, so the hours real quick uh, over at the over at the production works again. Yeah. So production works. We're um, so we're open for, we're open from four four p.m. So we'll keep it. We call it closed. Yeah. You know, if it's a Monday, if it's a Monday and it's raining, we're not telling our bartenders they got to stay here until two a.m. Right. Um. If it's, uh, you know, uh, with volleyball leagues, people stay here pretty late. I mean, I would say during the week, Monday through Thursday, this place will be open until midnight. We can keep it open oh, wow. as late, too. Cool. And then on the weekends, we're going, uh, we open up at 11 a.m. Uh, and we'll go till, you know, Saturday. We'll keep it open until, we'll call it 2 o'clock. Excellent. But, so um, plenty of time to get over there and, and hang out. and uh, Yeah. And then Sunday, 11, 11 a.m. to 9. So, cool. um, So, yeah, it's... Uh, it's exciting. We have a lot of people. A lot of people show up on bikes, which is awesome. I, no, nothing better than watching people rolling here with bikes. The only problem is, you know, here we were promoting all this bike stuff, and and uh, our bike racks we ordered are not in yet. So, oh man, uh, it's all good. Just bring it inside. Nobody's had their bike stolen yet. Right, so, right. So everybody's pretty safe. But, and then, and then uh, the barley wine is 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 it on right now? Can people come try it? It's it, not on right now. Okay. It's not on. You know, when when uh, when you when we submit it. Yeah, you, you know, you don't you don't necessarily. There could have been one of four beers that won, and, and uh, I don't. We weren't really thinking about it at the time, but um, you know, obviously, there's plans to brew it here really soon. I would say you can expect it to be on tap here within the next month. Okay. Um, and we'll 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 do a big announcement with that, and uh, and have fun with that, and you know, we're we're rolling a lot of a lot of fun things happening over here, uh, and and our our staff couldn't be happier or more excited with with the direction we're headed and it's, it's a good time it's a good time to be at 50 west so well we, we certainly want you to extend our congratulations to uh, blake and the entire brewing staff and the whole crew over there at 50 west bobby slattery we'd uh, we certainly appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here on cincy brewcast and best of luck to you guys over at 50 west uh, it's really going to become a destination i think in cincinnati thanks i appreciate it Okay, Bobby Slattery from 50 West Brewing in Cincinnati. We will be right back here on with more on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hey, hi, this is Peanut from 8-Ball Brewing in Bellevue slash Newport. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, fans. I'm going to tell you about the new apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast, Pastura Screen Print. Mario Pastura has built his family business with the craft beer movement in mind. They've done custom items for Old Firehouse, Listerman, and many more. Screen printing to embroidery, Pastura Screen Print has the answers for your custom apparel and marketing needs. Contact Mario or any of the pros at Pastura Screen Print at 513-550-2271 by email at pastura.screenprint at gmail.com and coming soon at www.pasturascreenprint.com. The craft of custom apparel is Pastura Screen Print. Hi, this is Evan Rouse from Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. You are listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to remind everybody that you can follow Cincy Brewcast on all your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Vine at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, don't forget to download your choice of podcast app and follow us on your favorite podcast services like SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, we are live and interactive worldwide on Periscope TV for Apple and Android. Follow us at Cincy Brewcast, and be sure to check our social media platforms for live show dates and times. 
Plus, be on the lookout for show video and the new Cincy Brewcast YouTube channel. You can also leave us a Google Voice message at area code 513-601-8785. If we like it, we just might use it on the program. And last but certainly not least, you can send an email to cincybrewcast at gmail.com or utilize the Contact Us page at www.cincybrewcast.com. Get interactive with Cincy Brewcast. We're back, live from the Gnarly Gnome Tavern. Um, sorry to anybody who was trying to listen on Periscope. Hopefully you've jumped over to the podcast um, and are listening to it now post-date because I don't know. We looked down and all of a sudden we were like, I was like, hey, there's no internet. I don't, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Periscope has cut out now like three times during the show. So Periscope, this is on record. I hate you. I hate you, and I... I That's strong. That's well, a strong... I hate them. That's a strong word. Um, It's just nothing but problems lately, so... I don't know if that's on our end or their end, but what, but we're sorry. So I hope you're still listening. So 50 West, uh, 10 and 2 Barley Wine, gold medal. What does that mean to the Raging Hop? Oh, what does that mean? Well, honestly, um, you, you know what's interesting is... You know, since I kind of first started getting into craft beer more and more, um, I keep seeing, you know, to me, I feel like Cincinnati is huge in the whole craft beer national scene. But I quickly am realizing that it's we're not as big as I think we are. Right. Even though I love probably not as big as we think we are in general. In general. Yeah. I mean, you know, like when you think about Cincinnati, you know, we don't have like your rogue or your dogfish head that is pretty much almost national distribution. You know what I mean? Like, or at least you can get it. You know, you only have really what Ryan guys, which has cider guys out in like Boston now. Right. And you have, Riverton. you know, Rivertown and you have like a big regional, you know, presence, but, um, you know, anytime any of our local guys can pull in a gold medal in <laughs> on a huge competition, especially great American beer fest. I mean, that's awesome. That just helps put us, or yeah, or sorry. Well, but well, speaking in general terms, you know, we've we've taken some pretty big battles in Great American Beer Fest too, right? And, and it's like anything that we can do to continue to put ourselves on the map, I think, is awesome. And the more someone out in California or Colorado or you know wherever will go, oh man, like they're from Cincinnati. That's that's crazy that we're kind of getting out there, you know? Right. Well, and you know, it it was almost, um, you know just the perfect weekend for it for them to win that medal too or you know as their production brewery is opening they're out winning this gold medal and um to hear him talk kind of about that uh, experience of you know he's you know behind the grill at the new production works you know making sure everything's working good and um blake comes running over and he's like dude we you know we just won a gold medal. That's awesome. Like it couldn't happen at a better time. It couldn't happen to better people. Like it, to to talk to them recently and see, you know, how excited they were about this expansion, about what this means for what they'll be able to do, get their beer out a little further to more people and stuff. You know, that's, that's the biggest problem too, with some of our local breweries is that they are so local. You know, you've got, 
places that, you know, Mad Tree doesn't get out of, you know, this this tri-state area right here. They're not even, I don't even think they're in Indiana quite yet. They might have no, just started, but they pretty much have here and they have a they have a following in Columbus. Right. That's and, about it. Um, and, and a little and bit Dayton, in northern Kentucky. In northern Kentucky, yeah. I mean, but I mean, it, state-wise, I mean, that's that's a very small footprint when you look at you know what some of these other breweries. There's a lot of very um, lesser breweries than Mad Tree around the country that have a huge, huge right. footprint, and you know, even craft breweries. That um, it it blows my mind sometimes when you take a step back and kind of look at the the big picture of it, and um, I. It, it's exciting to see that this could kind of start a little bit of a pilgrimage for some people, you know, when you start seeing awards and you start seeing Cincinnati, 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 and you know, what's, what's, what's going on out there and people coming out and then seeing what we're doing. Maybe we'll have our own, you know, you, you look at some of the, I guess, more prominent quote unquote, rare, you know, brews that put out rare beers. Like you got your Sakara city or, you know, Dark Lord Day and right. like all that stuff. Like maybe is is Funk Day going to become a thing? <laughs> it could. You never yeah. know. You know, once Sabretooth Tiger release once becomes we start a thing, who throwing knows? Throwing down on the national and world beer competition scene, who knows what will happen? I you know, I for one will take that um, Dogberry Experimental Citra that they put out every once in a while, an Experimental Citra Day. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Dogberry. Love that beer. You know, I feel totally horrible saying this, but I haven't, I haven't been there yet. Oh, but All right, my so buddy out at Great, Great Miami Hops, he supplies a lot of their hops. That's so. right. And um, oh, I don't know if we've announced this on this show. I might get into big trouble. So, Uh-oh. the end of the month, we might be out at Dogberry doing a live show, maybe. I don't know. Well, I'll to come yet. and hang out with you guys. We haven't really talked about that. I don't think. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, stay tuned. Now we're both. Now we're both kicked <laughs> off the show. Thanks. Again, sorry, Mike. <laughs> if if our periscope is not running right now, oh, he can edit it out. I might be able to uh, to to give him advance warning. So I might have said this on the show because I don't know um, if he'll listen to it till he Surprise. gets back. He's, you know, he's in Jamaica. He doesn't care about the show right yeah, now. Yeah, for real. He's I wish I was in Jamaica right drinking now. Red Stripe. I don't want to, you know, Red Stripe's not that bad. Not when you've got, you I like know, you. <laughs> <laughs> we're okay. sitting here, we're all right, all right. <laughs> toaster pastry and this Madcraft nucleus. And okay. Got, I mean, in our situation, Red got a Stripe, fridge full of PSA. Red Stripe is that bad, but I mean, if you're on Jamaica sitting in a beach, yeah, time and a place Red for everything, awesome. like Come we were on. saying before. Um, which kind of, you know, the time and a place for everything, um, kind of pulling back to this 50 West production works and, and what they've got going on out there. Um, what I think is so fun about them is this ability to create this kind of, um, this experience around the beer. You know, the, the fact that, They've got the volleyball, which volleyball has always kind of been going on there across the street. But to tie it in with, you know, the biking and the canoeing and the uh, running groups and and, and all that stuff. They have their own city compound. Like, you know, I mean, like they were talking in the interview. 50 Westville. Exactly. And and I think it's awesome. You know, you have the cycling community is huge in craft beer. 
I think it's awesome when they open up their canoeing thing, like how cool would it be? You're going down the river and you're like, Oh, let's, let's stop at 50 West for an hour, you know, and continue on, you know, like I think it's the coolest idea that's hit Cincinnati craft beer. It's, it's neat because it gives you, it gives you something to remember that day with your friends or, you know, whatever it may be. It, it, it gives you a context for the beer. If that makes sense, I guess, you know, the, the, time and a place for everything and it creates that place like very vividly and i guess you know a lot of tap rooms do that to some extent but um this is just it it, it's bigger than a tap room experience place it's a it's a you know a, a, a a bike trail with your friends and you finish at the end of the day and you you know pull back up to to 50 west and park your bike and you go and you sit down and you have a beer and talk about that day you know like i i don't know how to put it into words but other than that it's a bigger it's just awesome it's a bigger <laughs> it's a bigger place than i than i've ever seen a brewery kind of try to tackle and try to right. I, try I mean, to wrap up into what they're doing it's not just a brewery they've they've created like almost their own lifestyle right you know what i mean that, yeah, that's, yeah that's a good way to put it too it's it mm-hmm. is a it is a lifestyle that goes along with the brand almost it gives the brand a bigger meaning and a bigger um, bigger picture in your head when you think of 50 west even i've never gone there and i've never played volleyball yet i've never been on a bike there i never will (laughs) um you know the canoe i like i've never done any of that stuff but right now when i think of 50 west that's the first picture that's popping in my head right whereas before it was the tap room experience which was fantastic there still is fantastic you know they've got a great patio and the food there is amazing and shuffleboard and it's fun but it's still just a brew pub slash tap room which is replicated all across the country it sounds like we need to go cabrewing i think to 50 west yeah (laughs) yeah i can do i can i can do cabrewing the 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 bicycling might be a bit much the running group so hell no that's that's a heart attack waiting to happen for me yeah, I'm all down with just floating down the river drinking That's some right. beer. <laughs> you don't even have to paddle. Just, you just float down the river. <laughs> I'll, I'll put my wife in the canoe and she can paddle me around. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so that's, you know, 50 West, big things. Um, you definitely keep listening here on Cincy Brewcast in the coming months, too. Um, we're definitely going to be headed down there and explore their production facility a little bit and kind of poke and prod them about some of the stuff they've got coming out here and you know we keep hearing rumors about cans and i'd love to to get some some of that information out of them but um bottle releases they've got oh yeah fred is my co-pilot coming back out finally which is perfect timing since i just finished my last bottle like literally last month and i I picked it up and i was looking at it like should i drink it should i sit on it and I can't wait. No, I just cracked it. <laughs> <laughs> and you wake up today on Facebook. It hey. was it was amazing. And um, I'm going to buy literally as much as I possibly can get my hands on this time and fill my cellar with a bunch of it and put a bunch on the fridge and just live happy for the next however long it Until it comes back out. Right. <laughs> I'm really hoping it becomes a, a yearly release, but we haven't made that promise yet. They did revamp kind of the artwork and stuff, which was good to see. It was it's it's pretty now. Um, it did look cool. It makes me think that maybe they've got some kind of bigger plans in the future for some more bottle releases and stuff that kind of fit that same kind of look. Um, they've got some speedometers and stuff on there, and it it looks pretty cool. So, big stuff from them. 
huge stuff this week for uh, American Craft Beer Week. Um, the the big nationwide toast this this Thursday at eight. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but I'll have something. Uh, I don't know if I'm. So at least you can do is snap a selfie and throw it up on Twitter I, and I might, Facebook. I might and Periscope so people can jump on if they're, if they're not somewhere if they're stuck at home or something. I might be stuck at home too. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any plans either, so we'll see. Who wherever knows? wherever I am, I will certainly be toasting everybody. Um, that's all I've got. I think we're we're right at our time limit. So I think so. Do you I have th- anything else you want to talk about? Hmm. Not really. I, I mean, I I think we did pretty good for no notes. I think so. We'll see. We'll see when I get my phone call tomorrow. What did you guys do? <laughs> You're gonna go back and look at it. Like, oh, got, all right, we're gonna edit this out, this out, this out. None of that. All right, here we go. <laughs> so certainly, you want everybody to visit raginghop.com. Yes. It's not the. It's just oh, ragingHop.com. ragingHop.com. Yeah. And. Um, Lots of fun stuff on there. Yeah, it's a it's a work in progress. Lots of photos, which I love to see. That kind yep. of stuff. Jumping more into photos. Just put a new photo section up today. So awesome. We'll see, we'll see what uh, what pops up there in the next couple of months, weeks. Right. So and gnarlygnome.com. Of course. Thank you guys. 